listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from Edmond, Oklahoma, where t-ball games can turn into sandstorms. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma home base for the entire state of Oklahoma. I'm Andrew Hoffman. <laughs> Piedmont's home base for everybody? It is for me. <laughs> well, so. I mean, I guess it's a good time to mention that it is a, it's a good thing that Oklahoma City, despite its extreme uh, strange uh, creation and uh, the way it began, it's kind of a Genesis story, is centrally located in the middle of the state as the hub of the middle of the state. One of the yep. one of the few capital cities directly in the center of the state. And they got super creative. They they decided to name it Oklahoma City in <laughs> Oklahoma County. Yep. In the state of Oklahoma. And it's in the middle. So there's that. Yeah, and we uh yeah, we dodged some Tornadoes, nothing close to either of us, although you got some pretty good size hail. I have baseball size, just just slightly smaller than a baseball size hail hit my house. So that was weird. Any damage or was it? No, and I, and and it's kind of misleading. I actually I I now have participated in some media mis, mis malfeasance, some media misleading. Because, of course, I walked out into my yard and found the biggest hailstone I could and took a picture of it. So that was just one, right? But the most of them were probably only half that size. So most of them were golf ball size, though. Still not great. Still pretty big, yeah. Still Ed- pretty big. Edmund got hit hard with the hail like three different times. Yes. So. Yeah, three different three different kind of hailstorms moved through uh, April in uh, this uh Neck of the woods, always interesting. Um, did you get any calls from the uh, Northwesterners? I got a "Are you okay?" text from my mother. Okay, so that's yep. yeah. 
That's understandable. I mean, it's it's hard to understand. Like, why would people live here? Why is there storms all the time in the same place? Also, uh, aside from obvious reasons, I'm sure glad I didn't buy my dad's house down there. <laughs> Does it feel like every tornado forms right there or goes through right there? Goes through, going through. No- I mean, Norman kind of is the new Moore at this point. Well, and then you saw River, like that big one was coming up the road and going to hit Riverwind Casino. That was two, three miles away from that house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't, I, yeah. Do you happen to know if that house took any damage or anything? I don't happen to know that. Um, They say the storm really dissipated before it got to Riverwind, though. So I don't, I don't know. Possibly. But it was still, it was moving, you know. Down the road a couple, it wasn't dissipated with, no. you know. And for those of you who don't know, we got hit by some tornadoes on April 19th, which was the uh, Oklahoma City bombing uh, memorial. Oklahoma City bombing. and the anniversary. And, actually. Uh, that, that tornado in particular we were just talking about that almost hit Riverwind came up through Washington. Uh, it eliminated some brick houses. It, it was about a quarter mile, half mile wide and was... Uh, pretty dangerous but it fell apart pretty quickly there was another one they were watching that could have got worse uh then the hero of a helicopter pilot got hit did you see the pictures of his his windshield busted out i was watching it live yeah me too and all of a sudden they go to him yeah you were watching uh our boy on uh, channel nine news nine david Payne. david Payne. they got too much damage (laughs) over there they got damage over here and uh oh my boss he was on facebook or something and he said what do you say, flame and eagle? He goes that the storm looks like a you know this part of the storm looks like a flame and eagle. My boss just tweeted out or like got on Facebook was like flame and eagle. Everybody drink like nobody knows what that is. Or he was saying like a <laughs> like a, a non rain cloud or something. David Payne's always talking oh, no, non pre- non precipitation yes. something. <laughs> and, yeah. and he like says the acronym. And my boss is my buddy. My boss is like, dude, nobody knows what that is, but he's like yelling it out like it's an NPR, an NBD, or whatever. It's like what? It's a screaming eagle. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's uh, I don't know how, quite how to put it, but it's uh, it's about the only television I watch. <laughs> is yeah. Dave, David Payne and, and uh, his gal there as they. Uh, <laughs> and then well, they and then they send Jerome. Jerome's always out there, and like Norman. Well, church carpenter coming down here. Yeah, they they send people to go drive around as close to the tornado as they can get. You know, and then David just all, see what hey, happens to him. Yeah, can we get, can we get a director on there to tell Jerome to turn towards the storm? He's headed the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm like looking at the screen like, hey, Jerome may have just saw something he doesn't want to see anymore. Like Jerome, Jerome, Jerome may just be headed home. This is yeah, it's a wrap uh, for Jerome career <laughs> yeah there is a it's a i'm i mean a car is one thing i'm i'm not saying like i would do it but right. i i 100%. like i get it but right. a helicopter so where you're like about to get sucked into the tornado <laughs> like you you know when you have to give a full throttle the opposite direction to get not get sucked in the tornado that you you know probably went too close to it yeah so my boss is a is a pilot uh, but not a helicopter pilot, but he's on the forums. And apparently that guy who does the news nine helicopter one pilot of the year, like a year or two ago. And he's like, that may not be a big deal to like normal people. He's like, that's like the Oscars. Like he is an amazing, amazing pilot. So wow. I, I didn't know that. I will say this. Uh, I remember, so I grew up here obviously. 
and I lived here through 1999. I joined the Navy September 1999. Uh, in May, May 2nd, 1999, I was sitting at a pizza place in Norman. And I'm watching TV, and they're like, tornado warning, tor- or, you know, tornado watch, tornado watch, then tornado warning. And, it, you know, you get jaded to these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's April, it's May. It's just a- I look up at the TV... And it's the first, as far as I know, and somebody, I'm pretty good at remembering this sort of stuff, but if somebody wants to correct me, please feel free, look it up and go find it and send me an email and say I was wrong. But as far as I know, I had never seen a helicopter chase a tornado before, ever. Mm. And I'm sitting at a pizza place in downtown or campus corner in Norman, right there by the University of Oklahoma. And I look up, probably stoned, no, I'm just kidding, (laughs) But, but I look up and there it is. There's a guy in a helicopter filming the largest tornado I've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah. what is this? This is n- insane. What in the world? What level of like sorcery is this? And he's just like, this is a, a mile wide tornado and it is headed for the Oklahoma City metro. It is coming up. In- it's like right there. Same place they were last night, by the way. Indian Hills Road right in there. And he's like, if it turns south, it's going to go to Norman. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Or if it turns north, it's going to go through more. And that thing came over, came up Indian Hills Road, kind of from the Newcastle area, kind of by the river, kind of by what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Comes up, and then it hits I-35 and sticks to it like a vacuum sticks to a piece of paper and heads north. And it starts to kind of... Right up I-35. I-35, and then it starts to tear up uh, uh, more. And you can see in more where it just kind of veers off. And it it took... It took houses... I mean... This is the this is the famous tornado where people came through and like filmed just foundations. Like there's just a foundation there and everything is gone. Everything. Yeah. But anyway, I have never seen a helicopter next to a tornado ever before. And then uh, I, I saw it then. And I think it worked because I think I, everybody was equally as shocked as me to look up on the screen and be like, what in the world is that? <laughs> and went and hid. And there was casualties, but I don't think they were that bad. But and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this full circle to the Oklahoma City bombing because I think this is uh, this is kind of cool and something that people forget about. But what happened after that was <clears throat> the tornadoes went through, and then they get on the radio, and I don't even remember. It wasn't David Payne. I think it was the legendary dude before him. I can't remember <laughs> his name. But he gets on the radio. He gets on the TV, and he says, "Hey, there are people down there who have no home anymore." There are people down there who, you know, can't get to their home. Roads are blocked. There's debris everywhere. If we could get some people with some pickup trucks to come down and help clear out the streets, then we can help get some of these survivors and stuff out. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I only had radio at the time because I don't know if the TV had gone out or whatever. I just didn't have a TV. But um, it was 20 to 30 minutes later. Same guy. Same announcement. Do not send any more pickup trucks. We (laughs) do not need any more pickup trucks. We appreciate the response. But that's where we live, Andrew. We live in a place where people will Mm -hmm. hop in their darn pickup truck and go to the place where there is danger, where there is debris, and help people. That's where we live. And that was part two of a two-part episode that became known as the Oklahoma Standard. And the first part was the Oklahoma City bombing. During the Oklahoma City bombing, you had FEMA 
and national newscasters and all kinds of people who were here in the area for the first time, Oklahoma City. I mean, it's now known like tangentially people are like, oh, yeah, the bombing. Before that, it was known as like nothing. It was just what? Oh, yeah, I think it's in the middle of the country somewhere. And they all came. Tom Brokejaw and all the big, big people were here. There was all this whole thing. FEMA made comments that they would come in. They would search for uh, for uh, survivors, try to help with the cleanup. They would take their, their clothes off, their uniforms off, coveralls off, pile them in a pile, head home, head to back to the hotel, come back. They would come back and find all of their stuff cleaned and pressed. They would get off of work and find... They didn't have to go to any restaurants. There was not government food provided. There were people with crockpots, with food, helping all of the people from around the country that came to help. Like feeding them. There was people from Los Angeles, people from, you know, because fire people, fire, fire rescue crews came from Dallas. They came from all over the country. And yeah, they were getting homemade meals in downtown Oklahoma City made by local people. Because that's where we live. And that's in the national like database. And I totally forgot about that. Just our national kind of archive of, of things that happened. It became known as the Oklahoma Standard. And let me tell you, <laughs> since then, there's been no Oklahoma Standard that's lived up. There's been no, you know, New York had their thing. Not, not 9-11, but like their their marathon bombing. And, and, and I mean, Katrina was, the, was another one. That's not the Oklahoma Like. That is where you live, Andrew. And you should take pride in it because it's not like this. And people don't understand, like the rest of the world, they don't understand, you know, when things go wrong, not everybody wants to immediately start looting. There is a place where people actually <laughs> go to help you and yeah. it became known as the Oklahoma Standard. And uh, I don't know. I was listening to uh, get a little, get a little uh, uh, teary-eyed. Maybe it's the pollen, probably just the pollen, but getting a little teary-eyed about the Oklahomans. So I was listening to the Oklahoma Memorial uh uh, marathon podcast and they had survivors on and survivors kids on and they were talking about all that stuff and what that's what the marathon means to them and all you know through the run there's each person's name that was that was killed during it and you'll have some of the best doctors in the in the state volunteering to help with the marathon run because it's not just like people who are cpr trained but because they want to like you know take part in the marathon memorial and, and, and raise money for it and do that whole sort of thing. And they were talking about, Hey, don't you remember this is what, this is us. We were the Oklahoma standard. And, uh, anyway, that's, that's where you live and you should take pride in it because it is, uh, it's not like that everywhere. No, it's definitely not. That's for sure. So, well, so yes, tornadoes on April 19th anniversary of the Oklahoma city bombing. And I had pulled this clip before the tornadoes yesterday. And I, you know, probably total coincidence, but uh, let's play the Greg Reese clip. Uh Uh-oh, Greg Reese. By the way, I was just looking it up after going on my rant, and there's an OklahomaStandard.com, and it talks about teaching people love and kindness and... Oh, and I haven't gotten, for some reason, your clips have not downloaded yet. My apologies. Should have had that ready. Oh, that's okay. So the, yeah, I mean. Here, I'll read from this real quick. (laughs) Well, 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, there were two people that died in Cole, Oklahoma. That's very true. small town. Yeah, we did have, there were two casualties and, last night. Yep. But there was uh, Shawnee, which got hit really bad. I don't believe anyone yep. died there. Yep. And there's, you know, there's lots of close calls. Yep. There are people that are like, because David Payne went on the, the tour. Oh, he, I don't he know, did. You see today he did? Footage. No. Yeah. And so people are like, you said, you said, go now. You got five minutes. So I, I went now that I've never heard anything so loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was, you know, there were people saying like, Hey, save my life. I, you know, if I hadn't gone into the basement or gone wherever they went, you know, there's just huge trees taken down. I mean, it was roofs ripped off it was a big definitely a big storm so would you say a couple weeks ago oklahoma where the wind is literally in the first line of <laughs> the uh state song yeah the state song you got uh which uh let's see last saturday i took her to uh oklahoma city dodgers game yep and they sing the oklahoma song yeah i think I don't know, seventh inning maybe. But, yep. uh, seventh oh, inning but yeah, because they sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game and then follow it up with the Oklahoma. There you go. So, well, so. so I'll just read this real quick. I do, I do have your clip pulled up. Let's see. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm trying to talk about the Oklahoma standard. You want to go into this? I'm going to read this anyway. <laughs> the Oklahoma standard was born out of overwhelming community response to the Oklahoma City bombing on April 19th, 1995. It lives on today as the model by which Oklahomans live their lives. In response to the needs of their neighbors, fellow citizens, and communities, the foundation and significance of the Oklahoma standard are at its core values, service, honor, and kindness. Through continued awareness, education, and the preservation of these values, the Oklahoma Standard unites the people of Oklahoma to build a bright future of caring citizens who actively serve the community, honor the past, and demonstrate kindness. Oh, Just uh, take your hero status and don't ask too many questions, Terrence Yakey. Hey, I, I, I would like to uh, thank you for bringing up the most negative thing possible about the oklahoma city bombing after i was talking about the positive response of the of, of the other human beings that well, were it was positive in. on his end it's just yeah. that's not i mean that's not oklahoman's fault that's the fbi's fault there but yeah no it's true and it's hey he's a true oklahoman through and through he wasn't going to change his report was he right yeah. he wasn't going to change it we need to change your report mm, i don't think i'm going to change my report that's what i'm saying it's you know genuine hero stuff when it's not only the heroics, but the unwillingness to play politics with it afterwards. So. That's, yeah, that's 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 where it is. All right, our friend Greg Reese. The act of sacrifice involves transmuting something of value into something else. When we sacrifice a stick of incense, the resin is transmuted into smoke. When we sacrifice our own time to serve others... Our selfishness is transmuted into compassion. Sacrifice is a way to demonstrate devotion and dedication to God. But the dark occultists who wield power over mankind practice an ancient form of sacrifice known as blood sacrifice. 
The occult is known for executing these blood sacrifices on certain calendar dates throughout the year, such as the satanic grand climax of summer, which is celebrated every year at Bohemian Grove with the cremation of care. The East Palestine train derailment occurred on February 2nd, Candlemas, a fire festival for the dark occult. The Nashville shooting occurred on the climax of Ostara, a week of sacrifice for the spring equinox. Spring is peak season for satanic blood sacrifice. And we are now at the grand climax of spring, which begins on April 19th and climaxes on May 1st, the holiday known as Beltane. April 19th and April 20th are two of the biggest blood sacrifice dates. The Branch Davidians were massacred in Waco, Texas on April 19, 1993. 168 people were murdered in Oklahoma City on April 19, 1995, under the watchful eyes of the CIA. The idea of mass school shootings was inculcated into the minds of the public at Columbine High School on April 20, 1999. The BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico was on April 20th, 2010. This year's April 19th and 20th are especially important to the dark occultists. We are in the middle of a three-month period that astrologers have been predicting since the end of last year, a period that began in the middle of March, which ends this June. According to the astrology, this rare culmination of events is all about a major transformation of the world's money system. And the astrology for April 19th and 20th is especially intense. There will be a solar eclipse in Aries, described as a time of societal breakdown, destruction, and rebirth. And the corresponding new moon has been described by one astrologer as a day that may be remembered for a long time to come. Traditionally, the purpose of blood sacrifice is to gain favor from the supernatural, to strengthen one's own spiritual power, and as a way to symbolize and memorialize a significant spiritual transformation or rebirth. But according to Michael Hoffman, they are now performing these rituals for the general public. Occult expert Michael Hoffman calls these dark occultists the cryptocracy and claims they have involved mankind in a process of transformation being orchestrated by these blood rituals. He wrote that these murders are actually intricately choreographed rituals performed first on a very intimate and secret scale among the initiates themselves in order to program them, then on a grand scale, amplified incalculably by the electronic media. In the end, what we have is a highly symbolic, ritual-working broadcast to millions of people, a satanic inversion, a black mass where the pews are filled by the entire nation and through which humanity is paganized, brutalized, and debased. Today, all of us can relate to being brutalized and debased by our governments. Hoffman explains that the reason this is being done to us is to make us submit. We are at the end of the ritual, and the cryptocracy are now putting it all on the line. He wrote, If the truth of what the cryptocracy has perpetrated is grasped and acted upon, the consequences for the conspirators will be annihilation. 
But if the people fail to perceive the truth or fail to act on their perception, thus rendering the process a kind of tacit consent born of apathy, amnesia, and ebullia, the consequence for the conspirators will be a giant step in the advancement of their system of control. That is to say, ever tighter bonds of enslavement for humanity. So I, I just thought it was interesting, you know, you got the tornadoes in the 19th. I'm not saying they're especially man-made generated. Sure. I just think there is, you know, who, all this occult, satanic stuff, who is it worshiping, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I so mean, there's... we, <laughs> you know, we, we do a lot of, I think, one of the strengths of our show, and I think Will is the one that said this, that one of the strengths of our show is that we'll talk about anything. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive in. We'll try diving into anything, talking about anything. And we've been pretty heavy on it because it's hard not to be uh, living in our current uh, environment here in uh, Oklahoma City. But weather manipulation is very real. Right. Are they making tornadoes to try and do a blood sacrifice? I don't know. I can't say they are. I can't say they're not. It's 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 a possibility. Are they waiting for a, a situation where storms come and then trying to strengthen them, you know, to make it worse than it was before? Uh, that seems seems possible, right? Yeah, and and that's uh, weather manipulation. You know, hundred percent documented, proven. Tornadoes specifically, I haven't seen the documentation on it, so I'm not saying like I know that you know. Harp did it or whatever. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying when the people that have been around a long time are like, wait a second, there's two of those storms right next to each other? Like, that just, you know, was what? was kind of a rare, it, it was rare weird. setup there. It was weird. Usually, so. so usually what happens in those situations is we have a, a band. So one of the reasons that the weather's so crazy here is the jet stream comes through here, and when it goes south, it gets cold here, and when it goes north, we bring Gulf air up, and it gets real warm here. Those two meet, and it makes tornadoes. But usually, what happens is the the, the clouds come down off the Rockies, hit the hit the jet stream, warm weather band, and then you have this storm line. Like it always a, goes northeast too, right? Yes, the storm line because it comes down south and it hits, and then and then it comes up and then heads to the northeast. But it'll be a line of storms all the way across the, the whole state. And it'll move through. This was not a line of storms. It was like three, four, five scattered storms moving in the kind of northeasterly direction. So kind of normal there. But just a weird, it wasn't like one big mass. They were very kind of isolated yeah. storms. And I, It was weird. I was in the backyard with, with my daughter. I snapped a photo and sent it to you. I said, hey, clouds are getting ready to roll in. Six minutes later, we were inside watching hail fall in the... Because mm-hmm. uh, these storms have moved like 40 miles an hour. Yeah. So anyway, it was it was bizarre for sure. Yeah. And it, but is it is it completely out of the realm of possibility for April and, uh, and May in, uh, in Oklahoma? No, no. It's, this stuff happens. Right. Yep. It could be totally... You know, irrelevant, but I guess we can safely say that Tornado Alley has not shifted, huh? No, absolutely. <laughs> that, there was talk of that because 
tornadoes kept hitting other states, like further yeah. east. And like, oh, global warming. There's no more tornado. Uh, tornado alley has shifted. Like, I guess not. No, definitely but, not. Uh, so the other thing, so 19th and 20th, significant days for some. And old Elon decides to shoot off his giant rocket. Yeah. Did you and, follow Andy that? Launched, Andy launched a rocket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did I follow it? Uh, I saw the thing. Yeah, I saw it. But it was I, I care very little about it, obviously. So the... Was it hitting the firmament I, when it crashed? It didn't look like it might have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it basically started flipping end over end and then they you know hit the self-destruct thing or whatever they called He's it such but, a genius yeah such a genius that he gave himself a 50 percent chance of shooting the thing into orbit but it's like wait aren't there like you know thousands and thousands of things in orbit like why is this such a big deal and why is it such a s- small chance of of success but tilt Elon, of the earth tilt of the earth so Elon also did an interview with Tucker Carlson. Oh. And I I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I heard some clips cuz I was you know out on the road listening to some Alex Jones. Oh, is this what we're doing now? <laughs> and uh I have to say pretty disappointed in old Alex Jones. Well, uh I would say the the, the it Give him a break. I think it's hard to be around Elon because Elon does say a lot of the right stuff. And he, with, obviously, we're, we're in agreement. We don't think that all of his intentions are true. But he, well, here, he is being set up as the, the hero of the right or the alt-right or the alternative media to many. I'm not saying he is, but he is being set up as such. So what Alex Jones is just so, you know, amazed with Elon and... You know, he used to be pretty good. Now he's like 90%. Like, oh, yeah, Elon. And because Elon said, if you you basically leave the kids alone type deal. We shouldn't have the the trans surgeries on three-year-olds. And, and he's been doing, he's been, it's actually made me warm up to him even, even slightly. But he's been doing a lot of the anti-trans comments and things on Twitter lately. Here, here's my thing. No, uh, you don't have to explain. I understand the the dangers of Elon, but please. Well, Elon, let uh, go ahead and play the AJ promotes Elon clip. You can say what you want about Elon Musk and his past, or some of the projects he's in. You can say he's posing as the good guy and the savior of humanity, but what he's doing to the new world order and the globalist is irrevocably damaging them and their entire project and is undermining their long-term, mid-term, and short-term goals. I, is it, though? Yeah, so so <laughs> I I know where you're going with this, and I, 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 I see his point, but I see your point, too. I mean, if X.com is a way to get money and he's going to be, you know, getting his banking credentials so that he, people can move money on Twitter effortlessly and complete his whole banking or WeChat, you know, scenario, then, yes, he's moving humanity closer to a a uh, uh what's the what's the word the great reset in the in the in the in the direction that the globalists want to go but 
he's also kind of sticking his eye in the globalists by what he's doing, or is he? Maybe he's just uh, he's just the guy to to help foment the hate, the uh, the the guy to lead the 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 ne'er do wells, the guy to lead the the island of misfit toys, so that we all have a supreme uh, leader. I, I don't know. So Elon Musk, to my knowledge, is not in the uh, trans surgery field. Are you aware of any of his businesses making money off the the trans surgeries? Nope, nope, definitely not. No. So are you saying that because of that he can't define what a woman is, Andrew? Is that what you're going to say next? No, that's not what I'm going to say next. What I'm saying is that he he will say sane things when it doesn't affect his bottom line, his agenda, and what his role is. So. You know, he's putting brain chips in. Right. They're like, yep. But it's Sorry. like, oh, but these are like libertarian brain chips that you only get if you want to. <laughs> and, and he's like, hold on a I second. Be, Where's my pen? <laughs> libertarian brain chips. Libertarian. Part of this interview with Tucker Carlson, he basically brain claims. Chips. That him and Larry Page had this falling out over AI because he was trying to convince Larry Page it was dangerous. And Larry Page was saying, don't even worry about it, man. Like, what are you, a speciest? Like, do you think humans are superior? Like, why should humans get to continue to exist? Uh, God, God, pretty much God. God God was like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Go do your thing. It's like dominion over the earth. I mean, the... So he now he's starting a third AI thing because he he basically invented the AI that's open chat GPT. <laughs> that was basically him, you know, so humble. Uh, but now that's been taken over by Microsoft, so he can't trust that one anymore. So he might have to do a third one, but it's really tough to catch up, you know, because AI is so amazing. It's not just a an advanced chatbot or anything like that is totally really artificial intelligence guys. So, but he's, he's going to train it to, um, what was it? Want the best, most interesting universe. Okay. Like that's his, how he's going to protect us from AI because he's like, we're really interesting. It's like, well, well, okay. Why don't you tell the computer like don't hurt humans and human life is important. You know, I will say yeah. I will say this about that. Um, <laughs> performatives. Um, he has positioned himself as the anti AI guy, warning about AI for a really long time. If that's part of the narrative at this point, this has been a long game. He's been talking not, about not anti AI. He's very pro AI. He's just. We have to be careful with it because it's well, so dangerous. There are lots of famous YouTube videos where he people put together all these clips of him warning us about AI. Yeah. So maybe not AI. Well, yeah, but see, the warning is part of the scam, too, because they don't have AI. They can't figure it out, just like they can't figure out mRNA that actually does what they claim it does. They can just poison you. The same thing with with computers. Like, yeah, you can have powerful computers, but they're still computers. You know, they're still pulling text from places and spitting it out like it's typing. So I 
it's like a you know oh be afraid of it so you're the good guy but you're also promoting this thing as super powerful you know singularity just from a like we gotta watch out for it angle yeah All right, played the so this is Alex Jones replayed this on one of this week's shows, but it's actually him from I think last year. Uh, human supremacy rant. I want unity under a code of freedom and liberty and justice and and coming together and working together and being strong and that's what Infowars is and that's why the enemies of humanity hate us so much because we love God and God loves humanity and I am a human supremacist 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 I am a human that term will be the future war with the robots and the AI. What you're hearing now is the entire future and everything they tried to stop us from doing. Our supremacy will not end with this planet. We will people the stars. We will colonize. We will green dead worlds. We will go interdimensional. We will unlock the secrets of the universe. God has laid them out like Christmas presents for his children. And I am extremely honored to be in the fulcrum and the heart of the fight to bring our race, the human race, in a race for the future. And we will break the enemy. We will break the pedophiles. We will break the Satanists because God already sent his own self down here to show us he could do it. God would never ask us to go through an obstacle course he wouldn't go through. And now we're going to go through what Christ did. All right. So, d- yes. No, no taking uh, theology lessons from Alex Jones' rants there. But, I don't know uh, if the, I don't know if I got enough creatine, protein power, marble reds, and brain power, brain force <laughs> to to hear that clip. But uh, man, it gets me going. All we got to do is colonize other planets and green dead ones. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, I d- Elon will I help us get to Mars. Where, where is that in the Bible exactly? The, where's the this? Uh, where's the going off world and interdimensional third, third Thessalonians. and greening dead worlds? Greening dead worlds. I mean, there is the stuff where you like clean up the bones after Battle of Armageddon, but it's, sure. you know that's a little different. Yeah, this off world stuff, but. Uh, you know, there is a new heaven and a new earth. There's, I don't remember the part where humans get their act together and go all of a sudden become amazing and start taking over the the universe. And go a conquering? The humans yeah. go a conquering? It's kind of like Alex Jones leading the rebel force that wants to do the same things that the New World Order wants to do. And things can be done. Just do it the right way. I mean, yeah. God would never live us an obstacle course he didn't want to go through. <laughs> something, like, something. Literally not the gospel. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter uh, what obstacle course you went through. That's that's not how you get salvation, right? It's, well, just, uh, you just got to go through the... You just got to be killed and then resurrected I, in three days. 
And once you do that, you got well. You just have to to live a life without sin. Oh, and then be killed and resurrected in three days. New, news flash to Alex Jones. Uh, you know, like me, you did. You didn't make it through without <laughs> sin. Just a little news flash there, which he wouldn't say that. But you know, it's all right. Uh, we'll end with the fun one. Uh, Alex Jones has a new product. Yes. Called uh, my 1776 testosterone. Oh gosh, and this sounds amazing! A, I want here's some. Here's a here's a two second clip from that commercial. I want some immediately. Uh, oh goodness! Oh yeah. First off, you got to tell the listeners what your email address is. Well, I guess you can't. You don't want to tell them. <laughs> That's all right. But it may have 1776 in the email. It does. Yeah, it does. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. <laughs> so uh, I believe that's supposed to be a positive thing I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets In the sheets Was it the Tyrannosaurus Rex they admit never really existed? Uh, not yet they, They're going to let that dream I mean none of them existed. I thought it was Really? Yeah I thought they were like Okay yeah we we made that out of a chicken bone. My friend, Sorry. that is there's no T Rex, but it's just so cool. That is an evergreen clip. That is going that is going in. We are yeah, that was we're, a, we are keeping that one. That was the purpose of that one. Yeah, hundred percent. That so. is that's we're we're <laughs> hanging on to this one. It's gonna go right right up there. Let's see what else we got here. We're just gonna go right next to Let's see. My got, dad uh, used to go on Sunday mornings to <laughs> to the donut shop and get a big bunch he, of chocolate donuts. He does interesting commercials. It's like Alex Jones. I don't know that there's an entire script. He just takes like he just rants about products for thirty seconds, and then they use that as the commercial. My dad was a dentist, so now I got supplements. Buy them. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I, testosterone have gone up. Has gone up. I did post that on No Agenda Social. I was kind of hoping it'd make a No Agenda clip, <laughs> No Agenda ISO out of that. But the yeah. new Camilla, the new Camilla, I, tes- I testosterone has gone up. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you how much of a hassle it was to find the, like to get a that clip oh i bet i bet for some reason they never had that commercial on like their 10 minute band dot video thing so then it's like you gotta download a three hour thing and yeah anyway oh you download the full three hours and then went in there and found that three seconds yeah oh yeah Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you pay for right here. This is what you're giving your time to. This is what. This is why you donate. This man went and like found it. three seconds in a three-hour... I mean, that's impressive, dude. Uh, I know what that takes. There's a few people who listen to this show who know what that takes, but I know what that takes. Good job, buddy. And, and you're doing a fully fully commissioned job driving all over the states, two kids, wife. And it's a lot, man. This That's a lot. That's... It's a lot. That's, that's why some good, that's you know, some good work, my friend. I I need I need some podcast recommendations. I've got more than enough time to listen Bro, to I have podcasts right now. Tons so. of podcast recommendations. Yeah, I've 
Also, Grand Theft World is six hours every week, and they go. Oh, you know what? I should. I actually they, have time for Grand Theft World, now, and they so. go through other podcasts. Yeah, so it's more no, of like a, a. Whereas it's not even a clip show; it's like a full, like they get into every topic show. Yeah, so enjoying the uh, the the Be Good broadcast. Yeah, Be and Good. Have you been listening to it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was on this last week? What do we got? There was he's mainly been putting out some uh, New Testament books of the Bible from Alexander Scorby. Yep, 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 yep. He was so, doing that for a long time. And then, and that, that reminds me, I was going to get Genesis one for the verse of the week, and I forgot. Okay, so, my apologies there. Uh, another silly one. So. I haven't heard the... Actually, there were some people saying, like, Fetterman is, uh, you know, died in the hospital or whatever. Yeah. They're going to throw a roll of fake Fetterman out there. No. No. It's still the same Fetterman. Uh, So he got to chair his first committee. A very important committee, too. It's like on organic family... They cover organic family farms. He's talking about the farm bill. Like, this is stuff congress should be worried about right right and they put fetterman in charge of the committee and this is his introduction i am a tyrannosaurus rex in the sheets <laughs> play that at the end <laughs> i called to this hearing of the u.s senate subcommittee and food and nutrition specialty crops organics and research to order chairwoman stevenow and ranking member boozman thank you so much for coming i thank you for your leadership on this committee and i look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill a farm bill that works for small far- farmers, rural communities, and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my raking member, Senator Braun. I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. In my time in effort in IFAS, as the mayor of Braddock to lieutenant governor to now, I have heard from Pennsylvanians about their support for a SNAP. Hunger is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. We need to come together and stop playing political games with Americans' access to food. Americans like Chair about Clory Jor from the North the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania tells me that his victim was skimming, which was when somebody stole money and he relied from its SNAP EBT. Mr. Jor is not the first Pennsylvanian I've heard this from. I fear he won't be the last. And I will work in this farm bill to modernize SNAP to work to recipients in the 21st century. I look forward to from hearing from you, your witness on this nutrition, assistance on the farm bill, and 
I will now turn to Senator Braun for any opening comments that he would like to make. All right, before you say anything, I want to clarify something to all of our listeners. We don't care that Fetterman had a stroke and he has a speech impediment. Good for him. I think that that's great that he is out there and trying and doing all of those things. What we care about is he was clearly not elected because he cannot put a sentence together. Go ahead. Well, and we care about what they're doing with them. I don't blame Fetterman really for anything, right? Like, personally. Right. I blame the fact that they put him in office as this empty shell, this victim. And they're doing stuff like, oh, you're in charge of the committee on the farm bill. Like, that's not very important. Oh, and it's organic family farms, except we're going to focus on SNAP. And the real problem is, you know, people using other people's SNAP benefits. Skimming and so we need, we need some uh, better tracking on that. Maybe the, maybe the Federal Reserve could get involved. Maybe we could have, you know, just a more secure... Uh, An EBT DC secure benefit system and that's it was kind of a light bulb moment for me going back to covid like that's the reason why they had all the fraud they made it so easy oh yeah because the, there was a lot of money to, for the taken there's the lady who uh who shepherded in the biggest heist of uh, washington state money history yeah. became the uh, head of the the whole country Right, yeah, she got promoted for allowing Washington State to get ripped off for millions and millions and millions of dollars. So, I think that was a feature, not a bug, Mm -hmm. right? So, Mm -hmm. this is is the, oh, well, look how terrible it is, and look how, you know, this is why they're ramping up the, you know, trying to hire a bunch of IRS agents because it, it'll all be selectively enforced. And if you're on the right side of things politically, you just get away with it. And if you're on the wrong side, they'll, they'll throw the book at you. But it will, in general, the the fraud and corruption will be is being used to lay the foundation for a surveillance, you know, surveillance version of money and government aid. It's like, oh, and you're going to need that government aid. You want to eat, don't you? We can't just we can't just let the family f- organic farms uh, do what they want because we have to protect you from raw milk and uh, you know spread dioxins over everything in Pennsylvania, and Ohio, and Indiana. Uh, that's real good for those small family farms, but the. Those government benefits, so you can at least get something, so at least you could get your, you know, Bill Gates impossible burger and fries. We got to make sure that we know exactly where every dime is going through that. So I think it's all, it's all the same agenda. And yeah, if you're like, hey, this is a bad idea. It's like what you're making fun of a stroke victim, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Have I told the this kid that wanted to be a senator story? Uh, I don't know. 
give us a give us a whirl. You know, I was thinking about the other day uh, when you're doing water testing, and we're getting emails about fluoride, and it's like, you know, people are wanting, and it's like, I wonder if there's people out there who are wondering why we don't talk about fluoride more. And then I was just realizing, I'm like, man, this show has been going on for twelve. <laughs> 12 years so yeah. we, we like wore out fluoride years and years ago barely even talk about it anymore but anyway yeah please tell us uh, you, you ran into a gentleman or it was a it was a no, kid so, in one of your classes who wanted to be so a, a friend of mine who he got out of teaching even faster than i did okay smart, uh, he was smart guy teaching at a charter school that was comprised of kids who had gotten kicked out of okay. public schools you know and this kid who was making basically straight F's mm-hmm. wouldn't do anything. Uh, you know, it was like the, what are you going to be when you grow up? This is a high school student. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to be a senator. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean a senator? Like, of the United States of America. That's what I want to be. <laughs> and it seemed kind of ridiculous. But now, after seeing Fetterman... I'm just waiting for that kid to get elected. It's any day now. So, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Senator Senator Fetterman. Senator Fetterman. Well, I got uh, I got clip series. Should we jump into that? Sure. What do we got here? Let's go here. And we'll start with uh, this one. So, I don't know if you know, but the great state of Washington is now safer. You hear about this? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. So, you might ask yourself, why, why is it safer? Are they doing something about all the drug use? Are they doing something about uh, defunding of the police in their biggest city? What, what, are they, what have they done to make it uh, safer? Have they uh, tried to uh, make it legal again for the police to chase after uh, supposed criminals, even if they didn't see them commit the crime? Did they go ahead and repeal that silly bit law that said that you can't chase criminals? No, no, that's not what they did. No matter how many mass shootings we have in this country, we don't seem to be any closer to reducing the amount of violence. And there are a number of ways we could argue this. But I think one place we could start is, Ari, we can't even agree on what mass shooting actually means. The FBI has different terminology than some of these nonprofit groups that want more gun control. But give us your take on where things stand right now and based on what you heard this weekend at the NRA convention and also from our vice president right there. Well, let's look at who the vice president was hugging right before she made those remarks. Al Sharpton, who literally led a lynch mob of people to a Jewish business and helped instigate the Crown Heights riots. I wish some of those people, I think a lot of those people wish they had guns to fend off the lynch mob that came for them. But if you look at what happened with the NRA this weekend and you look at the support that's out there, Vivek Swami was 100 percent correct in what he said. Look at Washington state, which just passed an assault weapons ban. They can't even describe what an assault weapon is. And meanwhile, this is a state where they release criminals on a regular basis. They have a revolving door justice system and they defunded the police. And yet they think an assault weapons ban is going to do anything. They didn't do anything about the autonomous zone when armed terrorists took control of six blocks of Seattle. They didn't do anything when the warlord of the autonomous zone was handing out AR-15s out of the trunk of his car. And now they want to go after law-abiding gun owners. It's insane. Jason? 
Yeah, looks like they're going to ban assault weapons, which no one even really knows what an assault weapon is. Do you know that AR does not well, stand for assault wep- rifle? <laughs> I did know that. Yeah. But I, I think it's really unfair of him to say they did nothing because what they were actually doing is paying him like $100,000 a year. But mind you, all this virtue signaling from Gover- J- Governor Jay Inslee... Like this tweet he put out right after it passed on Saturday night. Eh, we refuse to accept gun violence as normal. Gun violence in all its forms can be prevented. Thank you, Washington State Democrats and Washington House Democrats. One teensy tiny little problem with that, Jay. Didn't you allow an armed occupation of six blocks of the largest city in this state during your tenure, and then you said you knew nothing about it. Then you said, I knew about CHOP. I remember all that fun. So it's okay if BLM and Antifa activists walking around with AR-15s take over six blocks of Seattle because you didn't send it to the National Guard. Oh, and by the way, they were stationed at then, at the time, called Lumen Field. I'm sorry, excuse me. Then it was called CenturyLink Field. They were stationed there, ready to go. 150 National Guard troops. You never sent them in. You said nothing when the mayor and the police chief decided to abandon a police precinct to order the police officers to withdraw from that six-block radius. You said nothing when the lunatics showed up with the AR-15s and whatever other weapons they had to stand guard in the autonomous zone. You said nothing when the so-called warlord of the autonomous zone, Raz Simone, was passing out AR-15s out of the trunk of a Tesla to anybody who would stand a post. Now, if you haven't seen this video from 2020, from the Autonomous Zone, head on over to my social media, Ari Hoffman Official on Facebook and Instagram, The Hot Father over on Twitter. It's right there. I don't remember Jay Inslee saying anything about that. I don't remember Bob Ferguson saying anything about that. I don't remember any Democrat at any level of our government saying anything about that. In fact, quite the opposite. We had Jenny Durkin say it was going to be the summer of love. It's a block party. It's a street fair. We had the Seattle City Council enabling the armed occupation of the autonomous zone. I didn't hear anything from anybody at the Washington State Senate, the Washington House of Representatives, the U.S. House of Representatives, or the U.S. Senate. Didn't hear anything from Patty Murray, Pramila Jayapal. Nothing about the guns during any of that. And mind you, six people were shot, two people were killed, all of them were black teenagers. Didn't hear a word about it. Not one word. And in that video, let's go through the crimes I just see right off the bat. Unsecured firearms, unsecured firearms in Seattle, not stored correctly, handing them out without verifying the identification, giving them to anybody you want, without verifying who these people are, without verifying of age, people brandishing firearms in public, need I go on? They don't actually care about the guns. They care about you. They care about taking away 
your guns because nothing they are going to do is going to prevent one ounce of gun violence, unfortunately, because it's not the gun. If they were serious about public safety, you know what they would do? They would get rid of the idiot reforms that they passed that restrict police officers from actually pursuing criminals. If they were actually serious about public safety, they would end the revolving door justice system and actually prosecute criminals to the full extent of the law and keep them in jail. They wouldn't use COVID as an excuse to try and release the most violent offenders of our society. If which they 100% did. They started letting them out of county jail while we were up there, which was awesome. They, they stopped allowing police to pursue criminals while we were still there. These are all things that pass into law. We had a uh, detective who lived two blocks behind us, and she was telling us every day, this is what's <laughs> going on, this is what's going on. And she was getting called in. She was doing patrol duty. She was a murder detective. Having Which to put you her have in, to, had to like, her, work your way up to do that. Yes, you have to be there a long time, and you have to be good at your job. She had to put on her uniform again and was, you know, doing regular shifts, which is not not what somebody of her her pay grade should have been doing or somebody of her experience level. I'll play this clip. It's the warlord handing out AR-15s. I don't know how well it's going to so work. In, with was in, it really audio. a Tesla? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I forget. This dude has a Tesla. He opens it up and starts handing out AR-15s. <laughs> oh, uh, anybody eighteen and used a gun before? That's his. Uh, that's his prerequisite. That's just uh, peak uh, Seattle. Peak Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Here's yeah. a Tesla. Handed out to uh, wannabe warlords. Group, they're meeting with there, and then they'll be moving in a few minutes. So be ready. Somebody over there is there eighteen. Know how to use a gun? Just so we're clear, Andrew, that's the full interview. Uh, somebody over the age of 18 and know how to use a gun. We have three uh, Antifa Black Lives Matter looking people wearing either surgical masks, ski masks, or both. Uh, all wearing hats. And uh, they all raise their hand that they're 18 and can use a gun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, years later, I don't believe that guy's in jail. No, 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 no. He, it, came, it came out that he had a $100,000 grant, remember, like you said earlier. Well, that's... A- yeah, yeah, he was getting paid by the city for art, yep. his art, and his amazing it music. <laughs> turned out that Mayor Durkin and the the police chief and uh, whatever his name, what is his name, Raz, all were texting each other. Right, yeah. This was all coordinated. A little curse word in the background there. I apologize about that. But uh, we're taking the clip out and putting it back in. We're doing some uh, some on-the-spot training of how to load and unload an AR-15. Oh, well, yeah. you know, that's the first thing you should learn. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, just come right back here. Hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> uh, keep the barrel down. Hey, hey keep, the, yeah, keep that down. <laughs> One of the idiots is waving the barrel around. They told, uh, him, yeah. they told him, hey, let's put the barrel down. Hey, I got 
down and knock it out. You better not mumble in that. And so it's bad. Getting those shoot out and you're trying to get, take cover, make sure you get the arena well of the car. Get, get where the tires are at. Yeah. And sometimes the center, but that's not as, you know. Engine, engine blocking tires. This is true. It might be misinformation. It might be lies. That's why mm -hmm. I pointed out earlier. So we're just, just being ready. We're not doing anything illegal. They want to know why the guns tonight. Just, just the, the energy is out right now. And there's possible threats or whatever. So we're just exercising I'm literally looking control. for you. I'm literally looking for you. I have to take a piss. <laughs> Having a little bit of education as well. <laughs> Someone called you a proud boy. <laughs> so on the spot education is how to, to take the clip in and out uh where to hide behind the car and they said hide behind the engine block but they're talking about a tesla where there is no engine block so super helpful tips we're getting here <laughs> live on the street where's the is that the engine block is that going to be in the front where there's a small trunk in the front is that is that where we hide because i feel like that's not a good place to anyway so that all, that all actually happened. That was when I was still there. That was the insanity that we were forced to deal with, as well as all these Amazonites who were like, we're totally autonomous, dude. We're going to set up our own. We're going to start growing our they like, remember they like, threw out a tarp and then like dumped a, some like a bag of potting soil on it. And they're like, we're growing <laughs> yeah, our own stuff. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> we're gonna, this is going to be a garden, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they're like throwing like oh gosh corn cobs on top and just like it'll be this is this will be corn and like this is next our week come <laughs> this is our compost this is a compost on the tarp yeah <laughs> it just no yeah, it was bad it, it it was bad and for you know for a long time it, it's still when I tell people I moved here from Seattle I'll be like yeah it got kind of weird after COVID up there. They don't really talk about the schools being closed for a year and a half because they can't even imagine that around here. The schools were closed for like a month. No, no, no. What they all talk about is like, didn't they have like some sort of weird autonomous zone there? <laughs> yeah, they they saw it on Tucker. Yeah, they, we yeah. sure did. We had a, an autonomous zone. I totally missed it too, and I was so disappointed when I found this out. But my church went into the autonomous zone and set up like a, a prayer and hug station, and they were... They were witnessing to people, giving out free hugs and prayer, and like witnessing to people in the in the autonomous zone. I, I totally, totally regret missing that because that was like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be in the middle of a, a strange story and on the right side of history. But oh well, oh well. So that kind of relates in a certain way uh, to a clip that I have. But do you have other stuff that you? No, that was, I do have some other, it uh, looks like I have uh, two more things. They are unrelated to that series of clips, so they can, okay. they can stand alone. So this is, it all kind of ties together with that and stuff that we've talked about before. Uh, but I like this Neil Oliver uh -huh. thing. It's long, so we can, I don't know if you want to play it and like stop it at certain points or what you want to do. Well, Neil Neil Oliver is to uh, Glenn Greenwald as is the spoken word. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't think I said that correctly. No, but did, <laughs> you didn't say it correctly, but I get it. You get it. It's Glenn Greenwald has no Glenn editor. Glenn Greenwald's writing is to Neil Oliver's speaking, but yes. it's all it's all very structured, like these videos that he does. Yeah. So it's tough to clip. Oh yeah, and you're a, like 
you know, it all ties together. It's so. a straight up monologue. And let's 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 call a spade a spade, Andrew. You're a sucker for a good Scottish accent. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds smarter to me. Life in so called what do we call it? Western democracy. Um it makes me think, believe it or believe it not, of of life in a protection racket <laughs> run by a crime syndicate. Um I think about uh, the Cray twins of old London town uh, and how they demanded money from law-abiding businesses in return for not inflicting damage or worse. Uh, but, but victims of protection rackets, it's always the same. All that people get in return for paying up every week, uh, you know, handing over hard-earned cash to an organisation they're justifiably afraid of it was then and is still nothing. That's what you get. You got the the most you ever got was nothing. Uh, you know the only return on the protection money was was being left alone, was not being hurt, <laughs> was not seeing your business smashed up or set on fire until the same time next week when more money would be demanded. And that's how I feel when I look out at the world. And I suppose the question I would pose this week is, why are we paying for this? Why are we still paying for this? Apart from the fear of the consequences, obviously, why do we keep funding this with our taxes and all of the rest? Because, and this is crucial, in contrast to the protection rackets of old, we're not even being left alone anymore. You know, we part with all the cash. We hand over the council tax and the income tax and and the and the and the capital gains tax and the value added tax and the corporation tax and all the rest of it, but we're still not left alone. Now, now they're after us all the time, regardless. It's everywhere and it's woven, I would say, into into the into the very fabric of society. I mean, anywhere you look, there's examples. The BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, for heaven's sake. Now, they're empowered to demand money from everyone in the country. Everyone, anyone who wants the right just to turn on a television. Uh, and they, they demand that money on pain of fines or worse, imprisonment. Send you to prison for not paying your licence fee. Uh, and in return, in return, they do no more now than push state propaganda. That, that's what the BBC is now. It's the mouthpiece of the state and they, thereby of the... Of the of the vested interests and the transnational corporations that that, that run the state. This week in London, for example, uh, you know, citizens gathered to protest Mayor Sadiq Khan's ruinous ULES, that's ultra low emissions zone. And when BBC News reported that protest, they described them right off the top as far right, far right for insisting on the right to the freedom to drive their cars where and when they want. Far right. Now, I would say that when the state, in the form of the state broadcaster, dismisses, uh, slanders citizens as far right, just for protesting legislation that will severely affect their ability to conduct their businesses and to go about their lives, then I would say we have to look around at our predicament and take stock appropriately. And, and, and so I ask again, the question of the week is, why are we paying for this? Why are we financing this syndicate? And, and I say again also that the blatant nature 
of the racket is just everywhere you look. I live in Scotland, as you know, um, and the governing party here in the Scottish Parliament is the, the SNP, the Scottish National Party. And it is in the throes, you might have noticed, of a very public meltdown. You know, after years of unquestioned, unquestionable dominance uh, due largely to the complicit uh, uh, nature of the of the Scottish media and everybody else's media, but there's a public meltdown going on. It's been a long time coming. Uh, ongoing investigation and all that. Uh, so there's limits to what I or anyone else can can say uh, right now. But I think it's fair to observe that uh, it's hard to remember ever having witnessed a spectacle like a police forensic tent erected in the garden of the home of a First Minister and her husband, the Chief Executive of the party. You know, a, a rank of police cars parked outside, officers digging in the back garden. <laughs> when has anyone ever seen the like? And it, it's also worth pointing out, probably obliged to point out, no charges, no charges so far. But suffice it to say, we're in new territory. Uh, I, I, you know, here in Scotland, I think, as Dorothy said to Toto in The Wizard of Oz, we're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, in the wider UK, uh, the Prime Minister, uh, we Rishi Sunak, in his tiny, tiny suit, uh, is having to answer more questions about his wife, uh, daughter of the billionaire owner of Infosys, uh, the company that's equipped to build a government, all the infrastructure required by, for instance, a digital ID, a central bank digital currency, a social credit system. Uh, the PM's wife's dad, uh, his company is the, you know, that, that, that can fit you up with all that stuff if you want it. And the, the latest is that, you know, apparently a person might notice that a business in which Mrs. Sunak has shares stands to benefit from the last budget, the budget overseen by Mr. Sunak. And questions have been asked about the appropriateness or not of that situation. Where else? Across the pond, across the Atlantic. Uh, US President Joe Biden and his family are, to put it mildly, mired in controversy and have been for weeks and months related to, let's say, how to put this, business dealings in Ukraine and China. France, people are revolting again. The peasants, God bless them, in their millions, whether or not you're seeing it on the, you know, the mainstream media, they are up in arms in their millions protesting the behaviours of their president, Emmanuel Macron, another wearer of tiny, tiny suits. In the Netherlands, the farmers still fighting for survival in the face of their government. You know, week after week it goes on. People everywhere are doing all they can to resist bullying and corruption, frankly, protection, racketeering, uh, on the part of those inviting themselves to have more and more power over everyone's everyday lives. All around us we see the powerful helping themselves to more and more power over us. They are blatant now though. They are unashamed, unabashed. Even worse than that, it seems obvious now that much of their behaviour is deliberately shaped to enrage us and so to provoke us. Decent, law-abiding people everywhere are being backed into corners from which if they, if we want to continue with free lives We'll have to fight to escape. Governments all over the West seem to be deliberately leaving people feeling like they have no option but to rise up. And if they do, if they do rise up, those governments will have the excuses they need to take a hammer 
and nail this coffin shut. I've mentioned a few examples. The BBC, the Mayor of London, the Scottish National Party, the UK Prime Minister, the White House in the United States of America. And they're just parts of the protection racket that we can see behind them. Out of sight is a billionaire class that has always treated us, the people, with contempt. And for a long time it seemed they would do as they do while leaving us to live our lives. That's how it was for a long time. But something incredibly serious has changed. Now that billionaire class and the politicians that serve them seem determined finally to take control of every last aspect of our lives. The Cray twins, you might say, aren't even content to leave us alone anymore. They want it all. They want control over every aspect of our lives, every minute of every day. They'll continue to fly in their private jets. They'll continue to go where they want and do as they want. If they get their way, we will have nothing and be going nowhere. So, finally, I ask again, why are we paying for this? And I'll end on a thought experiment that I invite you to join me within. What would happen? What would happen if we stopped paying for this? Council tax, income tax and the rest. It's just a thought experiment. What would happen if millions of people all at the same time just stopped paying for this? Like I say, I'm only asking... So I, I think that ties in with the just the ridiculousness of all sorts of stuff. You know, Mitch McConnell saying, well, I think most Republicans' top priority is funding the war in Ukraine. <laughs> uh, you know, all all that stuff, all the, the crazy trans stuff, all the crazy destruction of Seattle and Portland and L.A. and cities all over the, the country... And they want to enrage us. It's like what what you talked about with the obviously stolen election, uh, with the January 6th stuff. They They want people to fight back in a certain way. Just not with the AR-15s. Like violent... Well, they they want people to fight back violently so they can take away their AR-15s. Yeah. Right? I mean, can you imagine if a few people had been armed on January, on January 6th? 6th? Yeah. But no, you got a bunch of people who normally probably do carry firearms. Yep, and who didn't. But they're like, oh, I know Washington, D.C., no guns allowed, so I'm going to follow the law. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I keep coming back to this in... Uh I don't know if it's a hundred percent. I agree with what you're saying. And, and this keeps taking me, this is where my brain keeps going with this. I'm sure I've played this clip on the show before, but I think it's time to play it again. This is the, a, uh, trailer for a video game called shattered union. It took place. I think that came out in 2008, I don't know. I just feel like it's a it's a it's a weird parallel, and I think this is kind of the, the yeah. Blue- we talked to yeah the blueprint. 
I don't know that we talked about it like way back when. I know we talked about it during COVID. Yeah, in the last three or four years, for sure. Yeah. Following a disputed election and a tie vote, the U.S. Congress installs the most unpopular president in U.S. history as David Jefferson Adams becomes the 44th president of the United States. Shortly after the election, increased unrest, rioting, and a growing number of militias have given rise to ever-increasing domestic terrorism. In response, the president invokes the Homeland Security Act and declares martial law on the West Coast and other areas of the country. Though highly contested, a Supreme Court ruling sidesteps the electoral process, disqualifying popular presidential candidates from several states. Public outrage explodes when a sham election leads to incumbent David Adams accepting a second term in office. During the 57th Inauguration Day ceremonies, Washington, D.C. is struck by a low-yield nuclear weapon, killing David Adams and most of the U.S. Congress. The destruction of Washington, D.C. effectively breaks the chain of succession, sending the nation into chaos. In an emergency vote, the European Union deploys peacekeepers in the greater D.C. area to secure international interests. With separatist sentiment rising, California's governor declares home rule and secedes from the Union. Texas follows quickly and declares sovereignty, taking neighboring states with them and forming the Republic of Texas. Now, the once United States of America lie in ruin. The time for words has passed and a second American Civil War now erupts as seven factions wage war across the land. They battle one another to reclaim a nation, to restore peace, to rebuild this shattered union. I don't know, man. With the British accent, of course. Of course, of course. And (laughs) it's kind of funny. uh, This last week, uh, Whitney Webb was on the Redacted podcast, and she was talking about the same thing, that we are experiencing a controlled demolition of the U.S. military uh, as we head toward a possible World War III or confrontation with China. We are... You know, completely gutting our own military and sending it to to Ukraine. Yeah, if the vaccine wasn't enough, then you got all the the trans stuff and the, the you know rainbow flag stuff and just the exact opposite of what you would do if you wanted a strong military. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. And that I don't know. I, I don't know why that clip resonates with me so much, but there's just something very weird about that <laughs> about that idea. That clip. I don't. I don't know what it is. But I continue to think that that is somebody's idea of how this this whole thing goes down. Yeah, yeah, or or definitely elements of it, right? Yeah. I mean, we we had the sham election, we had the, right? Um, you know, you've got the the factions. I think there's, in some ways, we did exactly what we were supposed to do by moving yeah, yeah, out right. here. People are supposed to basically be taking sides. You know, they make it so bad for conservatives in the, the quote, blue states that they leave. And then you, it's easier to 
choose up sides in a civil war. Well, I for one am uh, I welcome our new overlords. Welcome to the Republic of Texas, uh, Andrew. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think Texas should be part of the Republic of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Oklahoman. <laughs> You heard she said that Texas seceded almost well, California first, which I thought, man, good yeah, for, that's not realistic. Good, good for them. Let them go, and then and then Texas immediately said we're doing it too, yeah. and took a bunch it, of neighboring states. No, if if uh, California seceded, everyone else would be like, okay, that takes that takes care of it. <laughs> that's true. That's here's true. your here's your share of the national debt. Yep. <laughs> You could keep the Navy bases over that you need to pay for those, you know. You got good luck to you. So. And uh, you're gonna pay for half the wall that will go around the entire state. But. Yeah, yeah, that, that's one way to do it. So let's take a break, let's play a couple of clips, and we can come back, and then uh, and then that's it. We'll wrap it up. I think. This break is going to be incredibly short. Is everybody ready? Who is the one person who donated $25 in the interim? There's only been two days since the release of our last show <laughs> because of audio issues and scheduling issues. But Danny is our, already our next show. But no, Danny no. saw the bat signal go out, saw the new show come out, and donated $25. Oh, thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. And uh, an extra thank you for Chrissy, because it was just a week ago that she sent all that money. So we really appreciate her as well. Um, yes. We are a listener-supported podcast. So if you do want to support us, go to revelationsradionews.com backslash support. And there is, uh, or any page on Revelations Radio News. Let me just check it out. I think it's all in the sidebar. There's just donation stuff in the sidebar on every page. Yeah, revelationsradionews.com. And on the right in the sidebar, there's gifts and go. Uh, button there's a paypal button there's a buy me a coffee button and then if you go up to the support tab click on that it'll give you a p.o box uh address as well as a bitcoin qr code and a monero qr code and if you would donate over 25 dollars and you would like a copy of andrew's book let us know we can get you a copy of that thing absolutely and uh a podcasting friend of ours, uh, Aaron Smith of the Subtle Pe- Subtle Cane yes, podcast. Yes, he was asking about Give Send Go, and I I told him go for it. You know, we we'd recommend. Do you have anything you would like to to add? Any any tips or cautions? no? I don't know why more people don't use it. Um, the, my fees are two point seven percent of the uh, of the amount plus thirty cents per tr- per transaction. So that's uh, some of the best fees in the business as far as processing these sort of things. Yep. And uh, shortly after the page was created, I talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. I got a phone call. And, you know, I'm a salesperson, so I answer phone calls from unknown numbers. Get a, <laughs> I get a phone call. Hi, this is such and such from Give Sing Go. Wanted to touch base, see if you need anything. I said, say what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to see if you need anything for. Just looking at your uh, your page here, see if you need anything. Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Do you mind if I pray with you real quick? Pray for your uh, pray for your your uh, your Give Sing Go page. Uh, no, uh, I don't mind. So she proceeds to pray for our podcast and us getting the truth out. 
and that the Lord would bless it and bring us donations. Yeah, very cool. So, so. at that moment, uh, I became a Give, Send, Go fan, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. At that moment, I thought, man, I need to hang up the phone with this lady and go back to PayPal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. I was like, man, this is awesome. And, uh, yeah, the, the fees are super small, and I'll learn how to, to do the anonymous stuff and not the anonymous stuff and to export the spreadsheet correctly and all that. It's, uh, I recommend it. I highly, highly recommend it. I saw there was some terrible shooting, some sort of maddening race baiting thing that poso was promoting where young white girl got shot by a a black person enough to just some weird stuff but anyway the 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 young girl's uh, dad ends up in the hospital and they put out a uh, gofundme page and i was just like man everybody's still with the gofundme Hmm. gives thing i like the gives thing gives I'm surprised GoFundMe didn't kick him off of there. They may. They may. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of it. I don't know. It's it's a page. you got to create a page. There's there's some weirdness to it. Like, I think I had to put, like, a, what's your goal or whatever. So I just, mm. made, I just made up a number, and then I just said, do you want to post your goal? And I was like, no, not really. Just because it, it, how would you really even do that, right? Like, this right. podcast right. just keeps going. Like, there's no like. This is. I guess I could. Our goal is is, you know, putting out shows. Not really. Like, there's no donation goal. No, there's no donation goal. Exactly. So, I mean, I could go to the AJ route and just be like, okay, we're doing a 30 day money bomb. We need 20 million dollars in the next 30 days. <laughs> what even fire the entire crew? <laughs> what we're calling this is. 1776 meets 1984 meets 1776 30 day money bomb send us your donations send us your quarter send us your monero send us a p.o box check or cashiers please send us the number of bitcoin that your testosterone rate is at after taking 1776 testosterone get some more testosterone (laughs) do you know that currently a man in this country has the same testosterone level as a 70 year old man in the year 2000 true story that's what they're saying that's actually what they're yeah. saying by the way yeah that's insane that is uh yeah it's almost like there's a, a big eugenics operation going on i am a tyrannosaurus rex in the sheets yeah <laughs> <laughs> so excited ah I could use some testosterone. I gotta run twenty six miles in ten days, man. This is this is gonna be nuts. We got ten days left. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you spread it out over ten days, it'd be a lot less oh, daunting. Yeah. That'd be a little easy. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be super easy. It's like two miles a day. So like two and a half, yeah, two point six miles a day. There That's you easy. go. Oh, easy <laughs> that is. That's like a twenty minute run. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, that's happening. I'm excited. So, well, I was, I was tired after walking 18 holes of golf today. So yeah. there's that. A little different. Yeah. I didn't plan at the beginning. I probably should have. But that's uh, we'll close out the donation segment. Well, thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. You are. And th- and thank you. I think 
Chrissy should get, you know, rec- recognition for like the next at least five shows. <laughs> I don't know that she even wants that, Andrew. Okay, well, I, I uh, if if you I would want tend it, to think she you doesn't. can have it. Yeah, yeah, she can email us if she does, but she pretty sure she's going to turn that down. Um, let me see here. What was I going to pick up? Oh yeah, this. I I do have. I've got news. Okay. So I don't know when it will be aired. Uh-huh. Probably promptly, knowing James Corbett. But uh, ah. an upcoming Solutions Watch episode featuring yours truly. So awesome! Be on the lookout for that. Awesome. That's uh, congratulations, my friend. That'll be awesome that you get it, to. It may in- involve talking about water. So very exciting stuff. Yeah. So at least I- for me. I hear the water's exciting. The water, you know, you need it to live. Indeed. So we got a really, uh, what, how do I say this? A very, uh, literal thinker in my son. He's six years old and we, at dinner, sometimes we have these conversation cards. You ever seen these where you pull them out and just ask different questions during, during dinner and just, oh, that's cool. Yeah. We try yeah. to do that. And, uh, you know, it's a weird thing where the family sits around and we eat food and then talk to each other about stuff. Super, super weird in this day and age. I know that, that people don't do that, but that's what we do. And I'm trying to foster it and keep it going as long as I can. Right now it's easy, but I'm sure as they get older, it'll be harder. But one of the conversation cards the other day was, what are three things you can't live without? My, my guy, my guy, <laughs> literally just... Food, water, water, food, and shelter, Dad. Shelter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't think they meant that. I don't know. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's like the, uh, the math test where it says, please write a, a formula so that X equals seven. Mm-hmm. Any of the person writes X equals seven. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it it's called an iq nailed test it. <laughs> it's called an iq test friend yeah all right i got a uh i got a uh i got a little clip flip force here give me a second let's see we'll turn this down here whitney webb was on jimmy door three Oh, I thought you were going to say the redacted. He was unredacted. Uh, she was unredacted, but he, she was also on Jimmy Dore this week. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. <laughs> As I note in my article, there's two groups that are responsible for Jamie Dimon being in charge of J.P. Morgan. Uh, one of them, they're both connected to organized crime. One of them is John W. Kessler, who's Leslie Wexner's right-hand man and worked directly with Epstein on numerous occasions. This is complete documented fact. And the other person is a man named James Shine Crown, who comes from the billionaire Crown family that has run since the 60s, the weapons manufacturer General Dynamics. And his father, Lester Crown, was a close associate of Leslie Wexner since the early 90s. Uh, at least. And James Shine Crown was the the top guy at J.P. Morgan's risk policy committee 
through his position on the board of directors. So all of this, uh, the fact that the the top policymaking body for risk management, it was this guy at the top, you know, and then they're letting Epstein get away with all the stuff when it's flagged by middle management. The top management says, oh, no, nothing to see here. And then you have executives joking, oh, uh, Epstein's a sugar daddy. And you have Jess Staley, a top um, executive at J.P. Morgan, exchanging emails with Epstein, talking about Disney princesses, saying, uh... oh, it was nice to meet Snow White. Ooh. What character do you want to meet next? Wow. I mean, I mean, this is insane. And so when you consider the fact that the same people that created essentially Jeffrey Epstein put Jamie Dimon in, in charge of J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, it's very hard to believe that Dimon did not know what was going on because ultimately, you know, who does he have to answer to at the end of the day? The same people that put him in his cushy job at the top of the Wall Street uh, pyramid of power, Right. And so if they ever come knocking and say, well, you want, we want you to ignore what this guy does, why wouldn't he do it? You know, I think it's very naive to think uh, that there isn't some sort of uh, problem there for Jamie Dimon. And we'll see if he gets questioned about any of these people like Kessler in, in the crowns. You know, I'm, I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Well, he's dead, so in general, you always have to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so. Clip of the day, Tim. Good work. That's a good one. <laughs> in general, you always got to be careful, you know, when uh, the U.S. Uh, I hadn't even heard of the crown guy. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the... The real power brokers are the ones you don't hear about. Yeah. You know, when the U.S. Virgin Islands decides to uh, sue the, what was it, the State Department or whatever, or sued, no, sued uh, J.P. Morgan Chase for their hush money, doing business with Epstein. <laughs> and then the Virgin, the, the Virgin Islands uh, governor, I'm, I'm butchering this, the judge gets uh, immediately fired from his post, but the, the suit moves forward. Now Diamond Diamond is going to be deposed. So. Yeah, I I knew that Diamond was supposed to get deposed. Yeah. So that's the case that he's getting deposed by. Okay. Yes. Yep. It's and with the Virgin Island. Yeah, I believe so. Let me. Okay. I'm kind of butchering this. It's weird. We do the show late at night after a long day. And I understand it early, and then I try to talk about it at eleven o'clock at night after being up since four. Uh, deposed. Judge Jed Rakoff for up to two days in connection with the civil lawsuit related to Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse of teenage girls and women. So it's a civil... Oh, because that's not a criminal matter. Right. <laughs> the New York Bank, the, the nation's largest, has been sued by the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands and two women, both identified as Jane Doe, who say they were abused by Epstein. The lawsuits contend J.P. Morgan should have seen evidence of Epstein's sex trafficking and avoided profiting from it. The bank denies the allegations. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they they'll question you if you want to take out 10 grand and pay for some pay for a car with cash but you know jeffrey epstein can be running millions of dollars with no income through there and that's fine no biggie no biggity good deal and then uh let's see i got one more you done you got any more I think, I think I am done. Yeah, that was a good one. 
Yeah. Uh, I, yep, I'm done. Her, her part on the redacted was even better, so I'll, I'll try to put that in the show notes, but she just talks about the dismantling of the military, and then at the same time, we're like playing chicken with uh, other world powers. Cool. Yeah. Good idea. Not not necessarily the best. Ah, this is the overnight legend, Don Lamont. Well, actually... Sorry, no, one other no. thing on Jamie Diamond. Yeah, I think it was uh, Last American Vagabond was, but it wasn't him getting deposed. It was like other people, like clients. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'd just like to remind everyone that we have the best lawyers who will." Oh no no yeah yeah that, that clip that clip was on no agenda. Oh, it was on no agenda. Okay. Yeah, they asked him directly about this case. And he wanted to remind everybody that they have the best lawyers. From that every, they have the best lawyers from yeah. every part of the from every part of the <laughs> he, government. He turned it into an advertisement, man. Yeah. Like, you know, hey. One thing Can't I thought was interesting. Smart, one thing I thought was interesting, and this is totally the third rail. I shouldn't even bring this up. But like a month or two ago, you we there was like a a story of it was Kanye. It was Kanye was talking about all the bankers are Jewish, mm-hmm. and you're I was like, well, Jamie Diamond's not Jewish, and you're like. I'm sure he is. Let's get off. Like you kind of said, like let's get off this topic soon, Tim. Um, And he's not Jewish. I looked it up afterwards. I do not believe he's Jewish. He is Greek. And I I don't uh, remember that interaction. It happened. Yeah, it happened. You were like, hey, probably is Jamie Dimon. What do I put? Greek Uh, or heritage? But yeah, and it turns out. Yeah, he's Greek Greek ancestry, Greek immigrant who worked as a banker. But his religion is, I think it was Christian Orthodox. What was it? Uh, Satan worshiper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jamie Diamond. So if you just put in Jamie Diamond is Jamie Diamond religion, you get Jamie Diamond is not Jewish, but his grandparents have ancestral roots in Greece. Therefore, it can be speculated that he may be an unorthodox Greek Christian, which is what most people believe him to be. There are those who allege that he sacrifices baby. Oh, no, it's different. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mind. But anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, the overnight legend, Don Lamont. He had a, uh, a really uh, level-headed interview this week with the, the uh, grandson of the... There's a story out this last week where this this guy gets into a dispute and uh, shoots someone. I'm so tired. Don Lamont, of course, gets the grandson to come on the show. And uh, let, let's just hear the grandson's thoughts on his his uh, grandfather, who uh, he, be- he beloved, uh, shooting someone in self-defense. Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies. He believes. Why do you say that? Uh, he's just a stock American Christian male. It's uh, older, you know, that's just how they are. It's uh, the conspiracies and weird, random racist things. And they say, yeah, and it doesn't make sense, but they're just scared. Now, listen, you're generalizing uh, a lot here about, you said, older Christian white males, but what do you mean by that? What do you mean they're scared? Talk to me more, please. Uh, yeah, just uh, I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this uh, 
24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia perpetuated by some other news stations. And he was fully into that, sitting and watch uh, Fox News all day, every day, blaring in his living room. And I think that stuff really kind of reinforces this negative view of, of minority groups and leads people to be a little, doesn't necessarily lead people to be racist, but it reinforces and galvanizes racist people and their beliefs. Just a stock American um, Christian male. Imagine selling out your own father or grandfather? Grandfather. Grandfather to be famous uh, with the 17 people watching Don Lamont's show. <laughs> Imagine going so far in your, in your overgeneralization of American white males that you actually make Don Lamont uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I mean, you're making some pretty broad generalizations here. Let's not... Man. <laughs> what was the scenario? Like his... I believe is the homeowner and the guy broke into his house and he shot him. Oh, so he's he did yeah. that because he's racist? Yeah. Fear and conspiracies, mainly. I, I... Grandson of a man who shot Ralph Yarrow did not believe he was explicitly motivated by race. They say he must be held accountable. Maybe he didn't break in... Failing to act the day of suburban city grew up. Da, 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 political views. Ralph just—I can't even find the story. We just have to hear how he's racist. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's Google washed by <laughs> he's racist. Uh, but if you got a moment, let me go ahead and read to you uh, from uh, some screenshots that were taken of this young man who sold out his uh, grandfather to Don Lemon. And uh, what his uh, and Don Lamont didn't even want to take it. It was so dirty. What his Twitter looks like, (laughs) and by the way, this account has since been deleted. Uh, Ukraine flags? Are you no? No, it's worse. Uh, His name was damned. Had a pentagram on each side. Oh! Uh, In the profile, he says, "I am a human male. Hail Satan." Uh, we don't have to listen to the lunatic ravings of this paranoid hippie, in quotes. Uh, trans rights, mm. abolish prisons, ACAB. What does that mean? What's ACAB? Let's just look it up. And then BLM. But that's it. He's a Satanist. Yeah. All, oh, all cops are B B B B A S T A R D S A C A B. There we go. So that's who that's who Don Lamont had on today, and they sensed a bunch of people found his Twitter profile, and then they had to delete it. If so. you're going to call your own grandfather a racist, you'd better have a better example than he watches Fox News all day. Yeah, he. I also like the uh, the strange like. Like I felt the discomfort. Like he watches twenty four hour news channels, and I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, what? <laughs> like, like the one you're on? Like, what? What? What are you about to say? And he's like, "Oh, like other ones." <laughs> that was so terrible. It's like, I mean, that's yeah. It didn't go the way anyone was envisioning. Right? <laughs> no. Why don't you get on here and say you think your grandfather was racist? It'll be awesome. And then he gets on. And he's like, yeah, man, just like all whiteies. He's racist. And Don Lemon's like, no, 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 no. I mean, let's just. <laughs> Don Lemon's like, no, 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 no. Let's just like, got to give me some credibility here, kid. What are you doing? <laughs> is, he, is he 
have Confederate flags up in his living room? No. Does no. he say the N-word all the time? No. No. It's worse he, than that, Andrew. He's like a Christian, and he watches Fox News. And he doesn't have a Ukrainian flag. And he... <laughs> There's still Ukrainian flags around here, man. I saw one the other day. It was like painted on the garage door. Another another one like proudly flying. I'm like, what what are you yeah. doing? What, what is it you're doing? Now Oklahoma Oklahoma City has a terrible mayor. I mean, he's oh, like yeah. it's bad. He's like applying for the job of Portland or Seattle yeah. mayor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sad. that is true. I don't understand how that happened. This. Uh, and then there's like a kind of a Twitter, a very small but very vocal, like Twitter Oklahoma presence where they hate Oklahoma <laughs> and just like, why can't basically, why can't we be California? It's like, well, we go to California then. Like, why don't you just get out of here? Mo- most people would don't want California. That's why they keep moving here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's what, you know, Oklahoma standard. They will bring you dinner in a crock pot, but they would prefer that you not tell them how they should run their state. No. More like California. And that's funny. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was talking to uh, my neighbor across the street. He moved here from uh, the great Bay Area, you know, from the state of uh, California, from the Bay Area. And... Um, what he said made a lot of sense to me. He's like, I have been very surprised by how libertarian almost everyone is. Like, you can believe whatever you want, but just leave me alone. I'm going to believe what I want over here. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. kind of how it is. And I thought everywhere was, I mean, I grew up here. So I, so I thought it was all like that. But that is very much how it is. Like, okay, that's cool. You believe all that stuff. That's great. But don't bother me because I believe this stuff over here. and Just leave me alone. Yep, and and leave the kids alone too. Yeah, and also don't touch the children. That'll be great. Yeah. All right. I don't have Alexander Scoresby, but uh, to close us out, I did find my favorite audio Bible people, which is uh, Streetlights, who do the kind of uh, almost like a spoken word audio Bible with a little bit of music to it. And uh, I found uh, your 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 chapter, Genesis one. Okay. Took me a few minutes to get to it, but. For everybody who doesn't know, uh, this is my favorite Bible app. Uh, there's an app called Streetlights. They also have a website. What is the website here? I was just on it. If I go back to Streetlights, not the Shopify thing. Hmm. Let's just type in Streetlights. Mm. I have seen, because uh, they do stuff that's like explainers too, right? I think yes, yes, yes. There, there are some commentary like that do some commentary. Yeah. Streetlights like Bible is streetlightsbible.com is the website. I highly, highly recommend it. You can go there right now. It looks like they're pushing the app. Download the app. Download the app for your smartphone. But then, if you go ahead and click through, there is options to download all the MP3s. You can load them with an MP3 player or whatnot. They even have CDs that you can buy, and all that stuff is. You can mark it as $0 that you want to pay, or you can put a dollar, or you can put $5, kind of value-for-value model base. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Big fan of that. So uh, here we go. We'll play uh, Genesis 1, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up for the night. All right? All right. All right.
Genesis chapter 1, the account of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant, and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. 
male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. Well, there you go. I think you were probably looking for the word firmament, which, I don't know, I can't remember. I think it's new... Living translation, the waters that separate the well, firmament from yeah, the Yeah, I mean, they, they try to get that part out. But then if you're like, oh, the sky, but then there's still the waters there. There's still you water know, in they, the sky. They didn't, get rid of, yep. they, they didn't get rid of that part. There's still water in the sky. And the, you know, there's still the fact that there were three days and nights before God placed the sun and the moon, which is interesting. Oh, that is interesting. I hadn't heard so that before. Yeah, it's uh, which also kind of goes with Revelation and what the new heaven and new earth are going to look like. Hmm. Uh, you don't need the. Let's just say God is not reliant on the sun. If yeah. He wants there to be light, there will be light. But, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Moses. Well, thank Moses, you for thank Mo- you for finding that, Tim. I appreciate it. No worries. Wasn't. Was it Moses? It was Moses. Moses like had to hide in like the, like a crack of a, of a cliff face and let, let God walk by him. Yeah. Couldn't look at him. <laughs> Couldn't look at him directly and it was too bright. Yeah. Something to that effect. But yeah, I highly recommend maybe if the, that translation for that specific verse isn't quite your cup of tea, you know, it's, it's just, it's well-spoken. It's got a little beat to it. It just, it keeps my attention and I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Big fan of their stuff. I've donated to them plenty. And they've been doing this for years and years and years. I've been listening to it. their audio Bibles for quite a while. So I recommend everybody check them out. I'll throw the, the link in the show notes. Well, I mean, that would be a huge project to, <laughs> to oh, yeah, the, the whole Bible to, to spoke, you know, as spoken word type thing. Spoken word with music behind it. Yeah, and they have it. I mean, I'm pretty sure. that I don't think they have everything, everything. As, as a matter of fact, every a uh, little bit they come out with a new release which they just did like i've actually had a kind of a just a, a, a yearning to to look at joshua for some reason and i've been really and they don't have it yet. they just no it just came out oh, okay so they it was their newest release so i downloaded that immediately and i've been listening to it and also reading it when i have time Interesting book that Joshua. It's a it's a weird time and the with the ancient Israelites. The, like a lot of the whining and crying that the Israelites were doing is gone. Moses has died and they like they like storm into the country. They're like you know those are the, some of those are the hard to understand stuff for a lot of people. Are like so they killed everybody. Like everybody, everybody, right? right. Like all everybody, everybody. Like even the animals, everybody. Like what's going on? And, and the problem is, when you try to modernize 
Joshua mm-hmm. and and you know pull the VeggieTales version of like and they were the people were so big they looked like they were giants. It's like no 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 no. It's not what it says. <laughs> it doesn't say they looked like giants. It says they were giants. And then you got one of the say, spies came back and said, "We'll be like grasshoppers in front of yeah. these giants." Yeah, that's not like. Yeah, it's, he's a tall dude. It's like that's you're dealing with something a little different there. And the the problem is, if you don't explain that part literally, You'll as it says know. in the Bible, then it doesn't make sense. Like why you wipe all all of them out? Yep. But if you were to but, think that there was half breeds, angels who bred with humans who were making giant men. Right. And that God wanted everyone in that town to be killed, then it starts to make a little bit of sense. You start to understand, oh, this is this is something else that's right. going it's on. It's not God being mean. Or- and it's also yeah, the, and like fascinating stuff in Joshua, right? Like the the sun stands still for one of the battles, mm-hmm. and then another battle, like directly before or after, I don't remember exactly. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, yesterday. Uh, the uh, the, the, I don't remember who's marching out against the Israelites, and a giant hailstorm comes and kills right. more of them than the Israelites do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, you which can, could you, happen. Yeah. You, I mean, it <laughs> totally could happen. Like I got that that baseball would have hit me just right in the head. I don't know that I'm gonna die, but I'm certainly not gonna feel great. And if it got much no. bigger, I'm sure I would die. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely possible. You see the picture of that car that had the. Like softball-sized holes in the back, like multiple back window from yeah. the hail. The yeah. red maroon car. I think that was in yeah. Shawnee. Looked like it was been in a war. Oh. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, I mean the the Bible's not boring. <laughs> it's not, no, and it like it like I always say, you know, it's it never goes in the direction of like oh so. I understand now the Bible was wrong and, you know, my education was right and modern science has proven that wrong. It always goes the other direction. So, but, Funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. All right, guys, we did a show. I hope that it was uh, relevant and helpful to you guys out there, uh, and I hope I get it out sooner. It'll be a weird two two shows and three or four days type of deal as long as I get this thing edited and out. I do apologize for last week. That show was recorded on my laptop microphone because I forgot to hit the right button. And uh, if we ever uh, start the show again like that, Andrew, and it sounds like I'm in a bucket, you got to call me out. Hey, Tim, you're in a bucket. We can't do Yeah, it didn't. Didn't sound that much like you were in a bucket. The only weird thing was when you were typing, it was super loud. So yeah, yeah. which should have given me a clue. Hmm, recording from the microphone that is on the laptop. Yeah. Anyway, we got it done. So uh, we're back up to fifty-two shows a year. So I'm excited. <laughs> More uh, be or less. Sure to, yeah, be sure to tell. No, no, it's fifty-two, Andrew. <laughs> be sure to remind uh, James that we're still on pace for fifty-two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. He's not the type of guy that'll go research it and actually count it. I, so. I think he's ex- he would probably be able to tell me how many shows we have actually done in about two seconds. But yeah, <laughs> like, well, actually, you are on pace for forty-three shows this year, Andrew. <laughs> so. All right, solutions. Watch coming up.
we'll tune in. Yes, yeah, and and uh, Revelations Radio News. Uh, all plans are for next week. Yep, 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 yep. And I'll 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 mirror it over here. So, but go check out James's website. Go check out James. indeed. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, prayers up for uh, for uh, anybody who was affected by that storm negatively for the the couple of people that died. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, we head into the head into this weekend. Hopefully, no more blood sacrifice type of events. And uh, yes, right. hopefully, just a lull in those sort of things, and then right into marathon next not, not not next week so we'll do one more show it'll be right after all right well thanks for doing a show tim and thank you everybody out there for listening yes thanks everybody a copy of this podcast as well as links to each story covered are available at revelationsradionews.com to contact andrew and tim or to support revelations radio news please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the contact tab or support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-